0: Welcome to the Leader's Edge podcast. I'm Sandy Laycox, Editor-in-Chief of Leader's Edge. In this episode of our Personal Alliance podcast, our Associate Editor, Chris Han, talks with Olga Collins, CEO of Worldwide Broker Network. Olga discusses her international background and love of languages, travel and food, and how she became interested in risk management. I
1: hope you enjoy it. We are here with Olga Collins, CEO of Worldwide Broker Network. She is in Atlanta. I'm gonna guess that's your home office that I'm looking yes. at on this Zoom call. Um, so thank you, Olga, for being here. I really appreciate your time.
0: Thanks, Chris. It's lovely to be here.
1: I had sent you. I uh, I had asked you to send me uh, some biographical information, and and you have quite a biography. Uh, mm-hmm. So I wanna I wanna ask you about that. First of all, you told me that you speak five languages, which which made me feel very small. Uh, so <laughs>
0: I've studied I've studied five. I've taken on six in during COVID. Uh, I have to say though, with languages, if you don't use it, you lose it. So yes, yes, uh, right. I find myself gravitating towards a couple at a time just because of the time constraints.
1: What are the languages that you have studied?
0: Well, my first language is Polish. I was born and grew up in. Poland, and then as part of the school system, but also the bigger global vision that my parents had, I added English and German uh, really quickly into my elementary school years. And German was my strongest language for a very long time until I moved to the States later on in my teens. Uh, And then uh, Russian was a must, uh, living in Poland at the time. Uh, Picked up French um, later on, and COVID became my Italian obsession.
1: (laughs) okay how's your italian going
0: uh we just went two summers ago and i have to say it's worth it it's It's worth it it. and i can i can get my family through uh through the country just traveling i don't know if i can review insurance policies actually (laughs) i do know that i cannot Um, but as far as the travel level it it was definitely useful useful
1: yeah yeah good 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 okay I want to get into your biography a little bit. You said you moved to the U.S. when you were 16 years old as part of an exchange program. Tell me about that.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, well, growing up in communistic Poland or with, with parents, that were so restricted by communism, but yet had that global vision. Uh, I knew with the language, uh, love, and the longing for travel, uh, it was really my dad that said, you can't learn the foreign language sitting... In your own country so um, they offered up for me to become an exchange student and that's how I got to the U.S. at the age of 16. Where did you go? Upstate New York so yes you may say from Warsaw Poland I would be very happy with California or Florida or anything that doesn't see snow all day every day Um, but I was near Syracuse New York with more snow than Poland has ever seen in their lifetime (laughs)
1: were you aware of the uh the the syracuse climate when you made this decision
0: you know my host family that chose me at the time uh sent me pictures from the 1993 blizzard oh geez as a welcome packet so i knew to come prepared
1: okay (laughs) all right and you ended up at syracuse university
0: I did. They took a chance on me as a foreign student. It was really difficult. You know, in in Europe, you don't have to save hundreds of thousands of dollars for college, nor can you borrow money for college because the best schools are free. So uh, Syracuse gave me a chance as part of a foreign student uh, life and uh, finished my undergrad there.
1: Uh, Tell me about that experience as a as a Polish born and raised. Uh, student going to Uh,
0: I was there to study I I have to say I had to keep a certain amount of GPA in order to keep my scholarship so I tell my kids right now that I did not have your typical American college experience and I'm kicking myself for it but it was just out of necessity at the time but I had a great uh, group of foreign and American friends that we made, and or I made, and that I still keep in touch with. So it was very worth my experience, and it got me to where I am, because straight out of college I got into the client side of the business. So I worked for UPS straight out of college and finished my MBA, MBA up there, and then moved to Atlanta with UPS. So all of those opportunities are giving all the way are building a bigger picture.
1: So tell me about the move into insurance. Um... I mean you, you you mentioned in your in your biography that you had thought about acting, singing, even being a doctor. Uh, so this is a little bit different,
0: yeah, oh my goodness. the 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 dream jobs throughout my lifetime, probably up until I was twenty, uh, varied dramatically. but i was I was always drawn to people. And I think the acting part, and the singing part, um was maybe that creative outlet that I had. Um, doctor uh, idea was because I dealt with a lot of doctors as a child and really wanted to be a good doctor and an advocate for pediatric patients. So all of my ideas and, and kind of dreams always stemmed from something I was dealing with that in my life. And when I finished finance of all things, I figured, listen, if I can make good money, I will be, I'll have enough money to travel. I'll have enough money to act or do whatever else that I want my hobby to be. And finance very quickly became the non-people oriented job that I realized I did not want to have. And risk management came to me via an internal opportunity where I noticed, oh, wait, this is where I could be analytical and creative and have uh, networking opportunities where you get to know people, et cetera. With my foreign background really quickly became attached to all of the global programs within UPS uh, all of the international casualty property you name it um so then it got me into the international community of insurance and I knew I landed where I needed to be no it's not you know musically rich or anything like that but your clients may be throughout my career I had entertainment clients as well so oh. you can know you can definitely make lemonade out of those very sweet lemons that you're given in life uh, so yeah, you know, well, from the client side, I made a lot of connections in the brokerage community, and when some really good contacts of mine and a mentor of mine moved to Beecher Carlson, uh, he was really the one in the ear in my ear about starting an international practice there. So that was my next move. But I was with UPS for a long time. I was there for 15 years, first job out of college. I think that's like 100 years in in, in current. In current uh, time currency, right? (laughs) Uh,
1: You you describe risk management as a perfect blend of your love for people, travel, and analytics. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that.
0: So in my role uh, within WBN, we take relationships as the key to our success. And uh, we are a network of 150 plus brokers from around the world that have the entrepreneurial mentality Um, and having a close relationship with each and caring about each other's business is really what drives our success. Uh, I was in a pseudo production role or helping production, lure clients away from the very traditional focus on everybody has to have the same name in order for things to work. It's quite opposite in our space where we are so close, we see each other three, four times a year, that relationship with the brokers around the world makes our client service rise to the top. So the relationship aspect, um, because I'm 100% international, uh, so that feeds that, that fuel or that fire in me. And then analytics, of course, you know, without that, uh, you can't really make it in insurance. So having the combination of the three is where, I'm happy
1: you mentioned you you spend all your money on on food and travel yes we talked a little bit about travel and I, so I want to ask you about food tell me about your food interests
0: well I think it goes with travel <laughs> I I've always been a foodie my whole life but when you travel you taste different uh, cultural standards and creativity it just it's the next level uh every time we travel to a new location we actually come home and we have a group of friends where we host a dinner and we make everybody dress up in that local culture oh wow um, theme and we decorate the table a certain way so my my portuguese night is coming up shortly and then we food as authentic as possible so i i love to eat but also i love to cook
1: what are you cooking for portuguese night
0: well, we brought a bunch of uh, canned fish, sardines, et cetera. We'll go get some clams, PIP chicken. Uh, we brought some pastries back that we can bake too. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> okay. What time is dinner? No, I just...
0: know. Come on over.
1: <laughs> All right. Um and you, back to travel. How often do you get back to Poland? You still have family there, correct?
0: I do. Um, I try to spend uh, a few weeks in the summertime. And then anytime I'm um, in Europe for business, I'll pop in for a weekend. So it's it's a couple times a year, um, which is never enough. But uh, but it's better than it used to be. You know, when, when you're in college and broke, uh, we didn't see each other um, very often. So now it's much better.
1: You have been um in the industry your whole career Mm -hmm. what's kept you what's kept you in the industry what's been the appeal for you
0: for me it's the international piece of it the aspect of dealing with people working with people and succeeding with people from all around the globe all the time it's kept me here I think if I stuck to the finance side I would have been you know, a struggling musician somewhere at that point. I'd give up on that side quickly, but this is really fueling, there's a lot of creativity involved in our industry, especially nowadays with some of the new things that come up. There's never a dull moment, uh, especially when you're dealing with people from all over the globe. There's some news, some impact coming in daily. So the flavor of the day changes.
1: I'm sure we have just scratched the surface, but I'm going to let you get back to work. Um, Thank
0: you so much, Chris. That was Olga Collins, CEO of Worldwide Broker Network. For more Personal Lens podcasts, visit leadersedge.com.